welcome back indoors. From last week, we were outside, and if you missed last week, you missed out. It was a moment that I will never forget. All of a sudden, I started yelling Jesus really loud, and it was awesome. I got home, and my sweet wife was like, that was really awkward. I'm like, I know, I was the one doing it. It was awkward, but man, it is so cool to do what no one else does. And it's so cool to hear the stories after that night of you guys going and yelling Jesus with your lives. Continue to do that. Continue to do that. It really is an amazing thing. Uh, right now we're in the middle of a series titled, What Do You Mean? And uh, it's about relationships. And I really like talking about relationships. If you're in high school, you're hearing it on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. And you're welcome. Genesis 3 is where we're going to hang out tonight. While you're getting there in your phones or Bibles or nothing. I want to remind you if you're visiting tonight, if you're a guest with us, we are so, so pumped that you're here. And we have something for you when you leave. We've got a shirt and a little bag of stuff. So make sure that when you walk out tonight, there'll be a table. Please go see my friend Ryan and Macy. And uh, they're going to give you some really cool stuff. Also, what's really cool, I don't know if y'all know this, and I don't give much of a shout out to our digital world. And, uh, but, but my man here, uh, Mr. Bowie, is running. Uh, he, he has one, two, you got five different devices Right here, over here, over here. I don't even know where they're at. And uh, this is all live on Periscope. It's live on Facebook. It's live on Meerkat. It's, it's live stream. It's live on any live. Live is live all over the country slash world right now. Um, it's, uh, it really is cool. Last uh, two weeks ago, we had three, I don't remember, almost 400 people watching live. What? Yeah. Remember the time I was, we were talking, or I was, we weren't, but I was, and we were live, and uh, somebody in China got my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, it was expensive for them to call me. I mean, it just kept calling me, you creeper. I never answered because it scared me. So uh, I got to be careful what I say because there's a lot of people watching this, and um, we're glad that you're watching, and uh, that's awesome. I know one is Kristen Holbrook. She is watching at home right now. She's unable to be here and just watch her husband, Evan Holbrook, uh, lead us. That's our junior high pastor, Evan Holbrook, up here leading us. So incredible. Incredible. Super talented. Brett's playing in the snow somewhere. I don't even know. I really don't know where he is. But he, Virginia, see, thank you. I didn't know that. I really, truly did not know that. I'm glad you stalked him and knew that. Um, Genesis 3, verse 1. This is, uh, this is an interesting conversation. This is Eve talking to a snake. Remember that during this whole conversation. Eve is talking to a snake. Kind of weird. Adam, before all this, Adam shows up on the scene. He's there. He's like naming all the animals. When the animals get done, he's like, hey, God, this, nothing, none of these are going to work for me. So uh, can we just, you know, 
rhinos just not there, the dog not working out, fish, weird situation. And he goes, all right, go to sleep. He goes to sleep, wakes up, whoa, whoa, man. This is his first words out of his mouth while he saw Eve, which he names later, standing there. I mean, that's a, that's a sight, okay. You're like, oh, welcome. You're beautiful. Woman. I will call you woman. I don't know why I was doing like a caveman voice. I don't know why I was go there. To me, it's a woman. I don't know why. I've done that for years, but that's what I feel like he said. And then we fast forward to right here. And God said, don't, don't eat. You can have whatever you want in this garden, but don't eat from this tree. And then Satan shows up. As he does a lot of times in our life when things are going really well. And you guys are talking a lot on this front row and I'm going to ask you to stop or leave. Your choice. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. Hang out there for a second. The serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals that God had made. Come on, God. You made the devil crafty, like crazy crafty, like really, 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 really crafty. Come on. Give us a break. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Right now, Satan is doing to Eve what he does to us all the time. Did he really say you shouldn't do this? Does God's word really say this? And then when that happens, you start questioning the things you do. You're like, you know what? You kind of start rationalizing. You're like, you know, I don't think it's really that bad if I whatever. And you rationalize it, and then you fall into the trap that Satan wants you to fall into. Did God really say, because God really, by the way, God really did say, don't eat from this tree. But everything else is yours. He really did say that. And, and, and with, relationship, with relationships... At times, we rationalize the people that we start to like or hang out with. And you know deep down inside that this person is not really that good for you. And you know that this person doesn't love Jesus. And you know that you probably should not be attracted to this person. But then you start to rationalize. And you say... But does it really matter? It's okay that they treat me like junk all the time. It's okay that they steal and they tell me about it. It's, it's okay that they are cheating and different. It's, it's, it's okay that all this stuff. And then, because you're just like, you know what, it, it, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because... They're hot, they're good looking, they're insta-famous, they're this, and there they are. They're like, oh, 
so hot. Does it really matter that they're not in love with Jesus Christ? Did God really say that? Eve should have said right there, right then. She should have said, yeah, he did say that. So peace, snake. And then tear it apart and eat him. That's a woman, right? That's bad right there. Like, what if that was in the Bible? Like we, we wouldn't be, there'd be nothing to talk about. That was awesome. Eve wins. All right. <laughs> Eve, woman, come. Where are you? I'm eating a snake. Just crushed him. That didn't happen. She compromised. And I know that moments in my life when I compromised, it never worked out for me. And then you enter, whenever you compromise, whenever you, whenever you have these voices, whenever you have these things happen to you, and you start to compromise in not just relationships, but things that we do, we enter a spiral of sin that is very hard to get out of. So instead of her saying, yeah, he did say that. Because how cool would it be if in moments whenever we are tempted, in moments whenever we see things, in moments whenever life is happening, we're like, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, God did say this. And so stop, Satan. Get away from me. Verse 2. The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. Here's the problem with this situation. She is talking to a snake. She's conversing with the enemy. She, he has already got her. She has taken the bait. She's in a conversation with the enemy. And I just want you to know, when you start flirting with the enemy... That is flirting with disaster. And you're like, no, 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 no. Michael, you, you, you don't know. You don't know. This, this guy that I like, I know, I know that he doesn't go to church. I know that he has some anger issues. I know that on his uh, social media, I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't look like Christ. I, I, I know Okay, my dad already told me. Your dad's usually right, FYI. Your moms are always right. I, I know, I, I get that, Michael. But, and I know he's an anger problem. And you start to compromise, and you start to rationalize, and you start to flirt with disaster. And, and then one thing leads to another. I know that he gets really mad and he yells at me. Like, I, I get that. He has a little anger problem, you know, mainly when he plays sports, which is weird. And guys are like, yeah, I just get mad when I play sports because I have to. Because if I don't, then I'm going to get beat up. Like, I'm going to get the knocked out of me, and i got to be angry. No, you're just not athletic. That's what I would say to you when I out of you. I have to get mad. And then you're, you're like... Like, dude, your, your girl's watching you. Your parents are watching you. The crowd's watching you. And you're acting the same way that you act with your girl. The same way that you act with your parents. And the girl's like, no, 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 it's okay. He loves me. He said he loves me. There's a sign. Peace. Appreciate that. That was, 
That's freaked me out. Don't do that. Don't repeat after me. That's for, uh, you can do that and giggle. Um, but that's, that's a sign whenever they say, hey, I, it's a, I, he loves me. He yells at me. Let me tell you what happens when, they, when you are in a relationship in junior high or high school. If you're in a relationship in junior high, break it off because you're going to break up anyways. And you'll see each other at lunch. It'll be awkward. Just do it because you're wasting your time. That was free. Um, if your parents are okay with it, that's great. I disagree with them. I do. You're like 11. Listen. Well, he just yells at me. It's okay. Here's the thing. Yelling, anger turns into hitting. And the reason that they yell and the reason that they start hitting is because they feel like they have control over you. Well, I would like that young person or that man or whoever it is, adults in the room, the same thing happens in marriage. You're like, oh, he loves me. And so when you go home, he beats the ever-living out of you. And you're like, oh, he loves me. He loves me. No, that's not love. That's called abuse. And he thinks he has control over you. I would like to see him come do that to me. And he might win. And that's great. But I got a lot of people around me that will help him lose. He does not have control over you. Students, listen to what I am telling you. If you have red flags in a relationship before you start dating this person, you need to stop pursuing, first of all, and you need to back off. It's not worth it. And then the guy will be like, literally people have told me, oh, it's, I, I, that's just how I am. I'm just, I'm just an angry person. Just, it's just me. It's just what I do. I was like, you're an idiot is what you are. Well, it's just who I am. Really? That's just who you are. You can't change. No, I, I, I can't change. Well, if your leg was broken right now, I heard this illustration, I love it. If your leg was broken right now and you're just walking around like, oh, it's just me. I got a broken leg. It's just who I am. I got a broken leg. No, you'd get it fixed. Fix yourself because you have a heart problem. And the one that can fix it is Christ, not your girlfriend, not your wife. Be smart, girls. Love doesn't equal yelling. Love doesn't equal hitting. Love equals Christ. Verse 2, we got to stay focused. we got to ignore the voice of the enemy. Verse 4, the enemy, they're having a conversation. You will not die. I mean, look at this. He's like, no, 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 no. You're not going to die. It's okay. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God. You will be like God. That's what happens when you hit that spiral. And you just keep going deeper. And you're like, it's okay to do this. Nobody will know. No, it, it, everybody, it, someone always finds out. I just, you need to understand that. I've been on this earth for a while. And someone always finds out. And you're like, well, no, no one ever found out. God knows everything. He sees everything. You're home alone by yourselves. Nope. Hello. Seeing everything. Well, no one knows because I deleted it off my phone. No, he sees everything. Well, no one knows that I sent this picture. No, 
He sees everything, and that stays, that, by the way, that picture that no one saw, that does not go away and could be tracked for up to 20 years. And if you're a student sending pictures like that, that's called, uh, that's called jail time because that's called child pornography. And if you're sending or receiving those things, you will forever be listed to that and anywhere you live for the rest of your life, even as an 11-year-old, I know one. People have to know that you are a child predator and you'll be on maps. People won't move in that neighborhood because you thought a picture was cool. If you've received any of those, I would go talk to your local police department immediately and I would turn your phone over. It all comes out in the wash. It all will be found out. Somebody's going to turn you in. I would turn yourself in first. Get ahead of the storm. Don't let the storm catch you. Stop having conversations with the enemy. It's really not good. When you have red flags and you are, you're like, I know I shouldn't do this then don't do it. And that's easy to say. It's very easy to say. You can't do it. You can't. But with God, you can. In those moments, start praying like crazy. In those moments, go to him. In those moments, flee, the Bible says. In those moments, stop. In those moments, take your phone and break it. And then your parents are like, hey, why would you break your phone? There was, I, it wasn't good for me. I need a flip phone. Matter of fact, I don't need a phone. I need a pager. You don't even know what that is. I had one in high school. It was awesome. <laughs> SOS, go to pay phone. Yip, yip, yip. Call parents. What time are you being home? That's not an SOS, okay? Like, SOS means like someone's dying. Not what time you be. Look, you don't even know. Don't allow that cell phone to ruin you. Well, the world is, everybody else is doing it. Everybody else has really hot boys, boyfriends and girlfriends. They're, they're, they're just so hot. Hell is hot. It's not really funny because it really is what I read. And when you continue down that path, I hope you like it hot. Don't play with fire. Verse 6, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food, was good and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband. Thanks, Eve. Thank you. Just an innocent bystander. Here, sweetie. Look, when you... <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I should say it, but... When you've got a woman standing there in the garden, hey, hey, and she offers you food, you take the food. It's what he did. It's what he did. He's like, okay, woman. He just brain farted. Like one of the massive, most crazy <laughs> mistakes ever. 
Try this, Adam. Okay. <laughs> I went from caveman to drunk. <laughs> okay. okay. Apple. <laughs> but in verse 6, it says, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good. What happened here was she settled because, like I talked about last week, if you were here, when we are focused on Jesus, man, that is what it's about. But the second we take our eyes off of Jesus and you look at the other way and you look at other things is when we start to sink. And the second that she stopped focusing on what God had told her to do and she knew what to do, she even said it back to the enemy, is the second that the hook was set. I have been there. I know many of you have been there. This conversation that I'm having with you right now is hoping that you'll learn from this. And when you see whatever that may be that is luring you in, no matter who's given it to you, no matter where it's coming from, no matter the thoughts in your mind, that you will go back to the voice of God and you will go back to the word of God and you will go back to Jesus. Because you look in the Bible from the beginning in Genesis 3. Genesis means the beginning. From Genesis all the way through Revelation, any time that somebody took their eyes off of Jesus, they sank. She settled big time. And you may be like, look, Michael, you don't know. This is my only opportunity to date somebody. This person keeps coming around. It is awesome. You're like, I'll never find anybody. I don't deserve anybody. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. I don't deserve a good Christian guy or I don't deserve a good Christian girl. And, man, this is all I can get. Look, <laughs> I love Taste of Texas. And uh, if that bothers anybody because I said, didn't say your restaurant, I apologize. But I really do love Taste of Texas. I mean, it, it, it really is good. I don't get to eat there very often because it's very expensive. Um, this is what I do for a living, and I get to eat there about once or twice a year unless I have gift cards. I enjoy gift cards at Taste of Texas. That was free. Um, so when I go to Taste of Texas, and they, if, if, if I order a steak, I always order the steak with, with the bone in it, and it's like this big. Okay, it's called the tomahawk. Like when it comes out, everybody's looking at that thing. It's like, oh. I feel like the man. I'm like, here it comes. And then, it, I mean, I am not exaggerating. It, how many of y'all have had the tomahawk at Texas, Texas? Nobody. That's great. I'm fat. So it, it comes and it, it, is, it, it takes up the whole plate. And my sweet wife, she got like a like grilled chicken and, and green beans. Awesome choice. Not the tomahawk, okay. And I always go to the back and I get to pick it out, right. And it's like, uh, it's just, I love it. It's so much fun. They have a great salad bar, <laughs> salad. Steak, okay, it is, uh, the cheese thing is cool, okay, a little hip. If you never taste Texas, tell your parents you want to go there for tomorrow, okay, for dinner. Uh, it's great, your youth pastor said that. And so I get the tomahawk steak, all right. Now, if I order that, I'm so excited, I'm really pumped, I've waited all day, I haven't eaten, my stomach's growling. And the waiter came out and he said, hey, by the way, sir, he probably knows my name because they're really good. I don't know how they do that, but it's kind of freaky. Uh, Mr. Head, like, whoa, weird. Don't make fun of me. You make fun of me? I don't know what's happening here, but cool. Uh, we're out of the tomahawk, so we've brought you a happy meal. Now, I don't know what your response would be, but based on how some of us live our lives and compromise, you'd be like, oh, that's fine. I'll pay 
$500 for the happy meal? You're laughing, but that's what happens. That's called compromise. You're just, you're like, oh, yeah, no problem. Me? I'm like, look, brother, sister, whatever. I don't even see you. Do I see the happy meal? What's the toy? I don't want it. <laughs> and I'm like, go take that back, find a cow, kill it, bring whatever part of that monster thing, it, wherever that comes from, if it's even a cow, I don't even know what it is. It could be human, it's great. Tomahawk, wherever you get that thing, go kill it and bring it to me. Guys, I'm be willing to wait. I don't know how we're going to make this work, but just go with this for a little bit. I, I'm willing to wait for the best. And I did wait for the best. And I married the best. And you cannot compromise and date a cheeseburger. Some of you right now have compromised and you're sitting next to right now not even a Big Mac. A cheeseburger with no pickles. And you need to tell, you need to tell cheeseburger, you're laughing. You, you need to tell this person, hey, I'm out. Because I waited, or I'm going to wait. Eve took her eyes off what really mattered. Girls, guys, stop compromising because you don't think you're good enough. Let me tell you right now, you're good enough. You are good enough. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. Guys, you're messing with the daughter of the king. Stop compromising. Verse 7. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. They realized at that moment, because nothing else mattered, they were free, they were naked, it didn't matter what was going on. And the reason that is in there is not so we can, <laughs> I said naked in the Bible. No, grow up. Because they realized their sin. They realized they were far from God. They realized, oh no, we have messed up. And what did they do? They're like, uh, we, we're going we're gonna to sew up and we're going to cover ourselves. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden for the cool of the day. And what did they do? They hid from him. Because that's what we do when we realize we have really messed up and we realize that God is like, oh, I, I, I'm not going to read my Bible. I'm not going to go to church. I'm not going to talk about church. I'm not going to listen to anything. Hillsong, no way. Fred Highstead, uh-uh. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm going to run. I'm going to hide from God. <laughs> he can't see me. I'm going to go here. I'm going to hide. I'm never going to come out of my room. I'm going to get really depressed. Things are going to happen. And are you, No, I'm not going to go to church. I'm, I, got, I got stuff. I got a lot of stuff over here. And 
You just go ahead, and you're hiding from God. And God is like, um, I see you. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I, 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 I knew you were there. I knew you were going to do this. This was, I already knew before you were even on this earth that, you, that this was going to happen. And I just want you to know that <laughs> you can, it's okay, come out. Because look what happens. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord, which is like, whoa, oh man, we've messed up. We ate the apple. He said, don't eat the apple. He ate the apple. And now he, God is walking in the garden that they were there. He's getting closer. They hid from the Lord God among the trees. And in verse 9, then the Lord God called to the man. He called to the man. Well, Eve ate the apple. He called to the man. Men in this room, young men in this room, you are responsible for the people that God puts in your life. Are you being a man? Well, she, well, she, well, this, well, really? God says, I have an order to how I have set my thing up. And Adam, where are you? And then right after this, it says that Adam stepped out and he said, I'm, I'm, I'm right here. And he manned up. Girls, are you dating or want to be with a man? That's your choice. Is this person going to lead you spiritually? Is this person somebody that you can spend the rest of your life with? You're like, man, that's far away. No, 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 no. It's closer than you think. Because right now you're, you're playing like you're going to get married. A lot of you are playing like you're going to get divorced because you date, break up, date, break up, date, break up, date, break up. That's called practicing for divorce. How about just waiting for the best? I'm telling you it's worth it. The Lord is telling you it's worth it to wait and to keep your eyes on him. Keep focused on him. Run to him. And his best will come to you. And right now in this room, there's a lot of things that I said. And I, I don't know where you're hanging out with anything that I just said. If it even made sense. But my biggest prayer is this. Is that you don't feel guilty anymore. That you're not going to hide from God because you think what you've done is so bad and that you don't want anything to do with God and that you're so messed up that nothing can save you. That's not true. And he is calling out your name and he wants you to know, hey, it's okay. Stop hiding just give it all to me. Or maybe you're in the room right now and you are hiding because you don't know God and you're hearing this voice and you're like, that is crazy. What is happening right now 
here's what's happening is Jesus Christ literally is knocking on your heart. It says in Revelation 3 that he's knocked, he would, I forget what it says. It says, I'm knocking on your heart. Who is willing to open the door and let me in? Are you willing right now to open the door and let him in? No one looking around. All eyes are closed. If right now in this room you know that you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you've never asked him into your heart before, I want tonight for you to do that for the very first time. And so with no one looking around, no one moving, all eyes are closed.